The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. Faithful valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in a thrilling adventure, Axford makes a deal. The Green Hornet strikes again! young man about town and publisher of the Daily Sentinel, was about to give dictation to his secretary, Lenore Case, when the phone in his office rang. Now, I'll get it, Mr. Reed. Mr. Reed's office? This is Councilman Marcy. May I speak to Mr. Reed, please? Of course, Councilman Marcy. Just a moment. Marcy, huh? Yeah, I wonder what he wants. Hello? Hello, Brett. I knew you'd be interested to know of something that was passed by the city council today. Now, what is it they passed? Appropriation to buy suitable land for a municipal playground on the south side. Say, that is good news. I must admit your constant editorials in the Daily Sentinel were greatly responsible for its passage. So I guess congratulations are in order. Is that so? I'm glad to hear it. That's been one of my pet editorial subjects for the past six months. (laughs) I know. You wore us down, so we decided to pass the appropriation and get you all our necks on that subject anyway. Oh, well, I'll think of something else now. Where, where are they going to buy the land? Have they uh, decided that yet? No, not yet, Britt. We'll leave it up to the Parks Commission to pick out a suitable track. Well, it's good news, and I'm glad you phoned me about it. The children on the south side have played in the streets long enough. I'll put that item right on the front page. Thanks for calling, Marcy. Don't mention it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, it's about time the council woke up. But it took those editorials in the Daily Sentinel to wake them up. Yeah, it's sort of a feather in our hat, Miss Case. It'll take a lot of poor kids off the streets. I wonder what piece of land they'll buy. I haven't any idea. 
But I'd like to know, too. Well, I'll call Gunnigan and get him to put a column in about the playground. That afternoon, Slick Orwell, a man who dealt in any quick deal that promised monetary returns, was in his office with a friend, Harry Rayland, who was living on the income from certain properties left by an uncle. I suppose you're wondering why I phoned you to come over, huh, Harry? Don't tell me you're going to hit me for a loan. If you are, I might as well tell you oh, I haven't forget any... forget it. I'm not looking for a loan. I came across something in the Sentinel that might make us both some quick dough. Yeah, that's different. What's the dope? Look here. See that article? You mean about the city council passing an appropriation for a playground on the south side? That's it. And right between the lines, I read dough for us. Plenty of it. <laughs> Look, I'm not so good at reading between the lines. You tell me in plain words. Okay. Now listen. You own that old Rhinebeck estate in the south side, don't you? Say, I never thought of that. Maybe the city will buy that for the playground. I could really get a good price no, for it. Oh, not a chance, Harry. That isn't what I have in mind at all. Then what is? Oh, wait a minute. Look. Here in the city directory. A list of Raylands. Oh, what of that? I knew there were a lot of people with the same name as mine in the city. Sure. And now they're going to dig down and donate their dough to you and me. What makes you think that? Listen, suppose I owned a piece of property, but by mistake, a city representative came to you thinking that you owned it and offered you, say, oh, 20 or 30,000 for it. What would you do? I'd let him think I owned it for the time being, and I'd come to you and get an option on the property. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's just what any one of those other people would do, too. Now, here's the idea. I have a good appearance. I could go to them, one after the other... Tell them that I represent the city. But I have found out that they own the Rhinebeck place. Oh, and each of them in turn will come to me to get an option. Right. You can get a thousand from each one. Then when they find out the city doesn't want that land, they'll just have to drop the options, that's all. Of course, uh, none of them will know that you've sold more than one option. <laughs> oh, Slick, you sure have a quick mind. I have to hand it to you for thinking up slick ideas. Uh. <laughs> I'm not called slick for nothing. Now, there isn't a chance of the city buying that land of mine. So we can really go to town selling options. Right. Now, let's get busy before the city gives out the news that they found a site for the playground. Because up until the time they do find a site, we'll really rake in the dough. It was several days later. Mike Axford, Sentinel reporter, was in the office talking to Britt Reed. Hey, Teddy Reed, it just goes to show the power of the press, as I, especially the Daily Sentinel, that is. There's sure a lot of letters to the editor coming in about that playground appropriation. Well, the city council is made up of human beings, Axford, and they have to be reminded of things that are needed like anybody else. If they're reminded enough, and it's for the good of the city, they'll finally bring it to a vote. Huh. I bet if any other paper in the city had been pushing... Uh... Hello? Call for Axford, Mr. Reed. Oh, just a minute. For you, Axford. Oh, for me, yeah. Hello? Hey, Mike, this is Fred. Fred Rayland. Oh, oh, yeah. How are you, Fred? What's up? Listen, a representative from the city was here to see me. 
wanted to buy my land, the Rhinebeck estate on the south side, for $30,000. Suffering snakes, congratulations. I didn't even know you owned the land. That's just the point, I don't. But I could get it for about 10000 Right now, I want to take an option on it. I found out I can get one for $1,000. Golly, you better go ahead and take it. Yeah, but all I have is 500 I thought maybe you'd go in with me on the deal. We could buy it together. We'd make 10000 apiece in the end. Well, I... Uh... Look, where are you now? Well, I'm at home, but... Stay I... right there. I'll be over right away. Okay, I'll be waiting. Bye. So long. Hey, what's up, Axford? Somebody in trouble? Nope. Far from it, Reed. The fact is, I'm going to invest a bit of dough and make a small fortune. All in a few days, that's what. Ah, hold on, Axford. Don't be hasty. What's the proposition, and who's behind it? Well, that was Fred Rayland, a friend of mine. He's got a chance to make some dough by taking an option on some property. But he ain't got enough. So I'm going to go in with him for half. But why does your friend and you want the particular piece of property you're after? Reed, let me tell you. Well, this is the deal. And to my way of thinking, it's a good one. My friend, the one that just called, you know, says the city representative came to him and wanted to buy the Rhinebeck property over on the south side to be used as a city playground. My friend was offered 30000 bucks for it. Hmm. I know that old Rhinebeck estate. It's worth only about 10000 and that's stretching it a bit. But, uh... If your friend owns that property, what's all this about an option? I don't quite get it. But he don't own it. That's the point. He doesn't. Then why did a city representative go to him instead of to the real owner? Uh, uh, let me explain, Reed. And I'll make it quick because i got to go meet Fred with the door. Oh, the place is owned by someone named Raylan. That's Fred's last name, too. The guy made a mistake and came to Fred. And Fred let on like he was considering the matter. Playing for time, you know. Now he's going to pay the real owner, a guy named Harry Rayland... One thousand bucks for an option. I'm putting up half, see? Now I get it. The real owner doesn't know the city wants that property. So if your friend can get an option before he finds out, then you and your friend can sell it to the city. Sure, that's it. I don't like slick deals like that, Axford. Of course, it's legal, but not quite ethical to take advantage of the owner that way. Well, sure, and if we're smarter than he is, and he's satisfied with the price he asked for the place, what's he got to kick him out? Well, you see... Ah, that... look, Reed, I gotta go before he talk me out of it. Anyway, I told Fred I'd meet him with the door right away. Yeah, but Axford... Come on, Reed. See you later. Oh, Axford's too excited to the prospect of easy money to listen to reason right now. I wonder... Yes, Mr. Reed? See if you can get Councilman Marcy on the phone in this case. Yes, sir. I'll put the call through right away. And now I'll wait and see what Marcy has to say about that new playground site. <laughs> Hello? Councilman Marcy's on the line, Mr. Reed. Go ahead. Oh, thanks. Hello? Hello, Brent. What can I do for you? I understand the city has already selected a site for the new playground on the south side. Is that right? Why, no, Brent, it isn't. I've been appointed chairman of a committee to select a site. So far, we haven't done anything about it. I see. Well, have you or any city representative contacted a man by the name of Rayland in connection with the playground site? Rayland? I just told you no move has been made as yet to select a site for that project. Well, thanks for the information. I'm glad you set me straight on it. Not at all, Brent. I'll get in touch with you again soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, Casey, we put it over. <laughs> My 
friend and I bought up an option on the Rhinebeck place. Axford, I've been trying to get in touch with you all afternoon. Why? Because Mr. Reed told me to, that's why. Ah, Reed wanted to talk me out of making that deal for the property. I beat it out of his office today before he had a chance to argue me out of it. Well, I don't know what he wanted you for. You'd better go in and find out. Okay, I'll go in in a minute. <laughs> Golly, Casey, just think. When our deal goes through with the city, we'll have plenty of dough, me friend Fred Rayland and I. That we will. <laughs> Everybody around here will give Michael Axford credit then for having brains. <laughs> I'll still wonder. Now, you'd better go in now. Sure, sure. Stop rushing me. You know, Casey... When a guy gets into the door like I'm about to do, he don't jump every time somebody wiggles a finger. People know it takes smart thinking to make dough fast, and I'm here to tell him. I'm waiting to talk to you. Oh, oh, sure, sure. Sure, Reed, I was coming right in. Is that how he was? Oh, he'll never learn. Come in. I haven't much time. Okay, Reed, okay. I've had Miss Case try to get in touch with you all afternoon. Yeah, she told me. You see, I went to the bank and got the dough out. Then I met Fred Rayland. And, and turned your money over to him, is that it? No. He gave me his door. Then I went to see Harry Raylan. And after a lot of stiff arguing, I finally got him to sell me an option on the Rhinebeck place for a thousand bucks. Look, I got the agreement right here. I see. Axford, are you sure your friend Fred Rayland doesn't know Harry Rayland? Maybe they're cousins. Fred, Fred never heard of the other guy. They just happen to have the same name, that's all. But... Why do you ask me that? What difference does it make, Reed? I got the option. When the city buys that piece Axford, of property... if the city doesn't buy that estate, your $500 will be lost. <laughs> Don't worry, Reed. It's a short thing. The city guy who talked to Fred said so. After you left today, I phoned Councilman Marcy. Did he tell you they decided... He told to... me that the city hasn't looked at any site yet. And what's more, I found out that nobody from the city government went to see your friend Fred Rayland at all. What? Holy crow, there must be some mistake. As I see it, you're the one who made the mistake, Axford. It looks to me as though this whole deal is some sort of a racket, and you are one of its victims. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment. After hearing Brett Reed's startling statement, Mike Axford stood for a moment without saying a word as the import of Reed's disclosure sank in. 
Then he exploded. A rocket, is it? And I've been talking, you say? Let me at that phone. I'll soon find out where Fred Raylan stands at this dirty deal. If I thought for one minute he set out to jip me, I'd pull his worldless no-good head off his skinny neck and throw it right in his face. That he would. Why, for two cents, I'd take him and... Uh. Hello? Hello. Is that you, Fred? Oh, it's you, Mike. Sure, it's me. Mike Axford. Your pal, remember? We got an option on a place that cost us 500 apiece. I guess you recall that little transaction, no doubt. Hey, <laughs> is our little deal going to your head, Mike? Put your kidding and get to the point. What's new? What's new, you say? It's a racket, that's what. And I've been jipped out of me door, that's what again. You told me a guy from the city came to see you. And you talked me into putting me door 500 bucks, all I had, to buy up the wait option. Wait a minute, wait a minute, you... Mike, wait. What's the matter with you? A guy did come to me, just like I said. I have 500 in this deal, too. I suppose you never saw that other railing guy before, huh? Oh, I swear I didn't, Mike. What's the matter with you, anyway? Well, maybe you're a victim, too, Fred. Victim? Yeah. Mr. Reed found out the city ain't even thought of looking at a site for the playground yet. And they didn't send anybody to talk to you, either. Holy cats, you mean we've fallen for a racket? Sure. That's what it looks like. But we ain't gonna take it sitting down. Not Michael Aloysius Axford. Meet me in front of the Sentinel building as soon as you can get here. And we'll go to Harry Raylan and try to get our door back. Okay, I'll be right over. So long. Nobody can try to make a bigger fool out of me than I am and get away with it. Let me know how you and your friend make out, Axford. I'll be at home. I'm leaving right now. Okay, Reed. I'll let you know just as soon as we see that other Raylan guy. And he better have a good reason for keeping our door or else... Leaving the Daily Sentinel building, Britt Reed went to his apartment where Cato, his faithful Filipino valet, was waiting. Britt told Cato about Axford's transaction and about what Councilman Marcy had said. Then it looked like Axford lose money he put out to buy option, Mr. Britt? Well, that's the way it looks right now, Cato. Axford and his friend went to see if they could get their money back, but um, I'm afraid they'll be out of luck on that score. Will you think friend have anything to do with racket? I thought so at first. But now I have my doubts. Uh... Well, Miss Reed's apartment. Cato, let me speak to Reed. Oh, just a minute, Miss Axford. Hello, Axford. How'd you make out? That's uh, no use, Reed. That guy, Harry Raylan, just laughed at us. Said he didn't know anything about any fast deal, and unless it was the fact that we tried to jip him by buying the option when we thought the city wanted the land. Well, he's got a point there, Axford. Uh, maybe so. That don't get me $500 back. Sure, and I'm sick over the whole thing, that I am. Don't give up hope yet, Axford. Something may turn up so that you will get your money back. Oh, I ain't that lucky, Reed. Well, I'll be seeing you later. So long. Goodbye, Axford. Poor Axford's very much upset. And you can't blame him. That money was practically all the savings he had. It's strange that someone should go to Fred Rayland and... Cato... Get the phone book and see if there are other Raylands listed. I'm going to do some phoning that may prove Axford and his friend really are victims of a racket. Finding several Raylands listed, Britt Reed telephoned each one. Then he told Cato the result of his calls. Cato, it is a racket. I've discovered that every Rayland in the city was approached by a so-called city representative about that Rhinebeck place. And each one took an option. Well, then owners sell options to several people. That's right. And each one would probably refuse to go to court about it. 
since with a smart lawyer, the owner would bring out the fact that each one bought the option with intent to defraud. However, there's nothing to prevent the Green Hornet from stepping in. Well, how you hope to break racket and get money back? First, I'm going to phone Councilman Marcy again. I have a plan that may work. Anyway, I hope so, for Axford's benefit. Hello? Marcy, this is Britt Reed. I just had a thought about a site for that playground, and I want to pass it along to you. Of course, Britt. I was thinking of the Rhinebeck estate. Are you familiar with it? Why, yes, I am, Brent. Now that you mention it, I think it would be just a site for the new playground. I'll bring it up before the committee tomorrow. I'm sure they'll agree. Fine. Why don't you phone the owner tonight and get all the data on it? His name is Harry Rayland. He's in the phone book. I'll phone him right away, Brent. Thanks for your help. And don't mention it. By the way, who else is on the committee? Well, there's two others. Councilman McIntyre and Councilman Manson. I'll have the committeemen's names in the Sentinel. That's why I asked. Yes, of course. Well, thanks again for calling. Goodbye. Goodbye. Why you tell him to buy Rhinebeck's site? That was Britt Reed's idea, Cato. But as the Green Hornet, I'll see that they don't buy it. In the meantime, when Harry Raylan gets that phone call from Marcy, he'll try to save his neck by getting back those options, or I miss my guess. Well, what we do now, Mr. Britt? Now we're going out in the Black Beauty, Cato. It's time for the Green Hornet to play his hand. Let's go. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in the bedroom, Brett Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment itself. This passage led to an adjoining building which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Britt Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. A short time later, Slick Orwell entered Harry Raylan's apartment after having received a hurried phone call to come over. Well, here I am, Harry. What's all the excitement? Plenty, Slick. We've got to do some fast thinking. I had a call from the head of the playground site committee. They're interested in buying my Rhinebeck estate. What? Are you kidding? No, on the level. What are we going to do about all those options we sold? Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's only one thing to do, Harry. Let's get in the car and I'll take you to the places I visited. You can go in and buy back those options. That has to be done tonight. But what can I tell them? What'll I tell say? Them, uh, tell them you found out that the city had been considering this site, but had turned it down, that you didn't blame them for trying to get it. That, uh, well, that now you want to use the site yourself, and you'll pay more to get the option back. Then give each one the same story. All right. But what about that guy, Axford? I refused to give back his money tonight when he came over and said he thought he was being gypped. Oh, that's an easy one. Drop a note in the mail and then close a check. Tell him you changed your mind and decided to kill the option and refund his money. Okay, that's what I'll do. And we'll go see the others. And we'll have to pay them more. But it'll be worth it. By tomorrow, I'll be able to make it all back when I close the deal with the city. Meantime, Committeeman Manson sat in the study of his home reading. 
Suddenly, he was startled by the sound of a voice coming from just inside one of the long French windows. Must be a very interesting book, Manson. What? Sorry to startle you, but I came here to give you a definite warning. The, the Green Hornet. This is an outrage. You have nothing to fear right now. Why have you come here? I happen to know you're on the committee to determine a site for a new playground on the south side. How does that concern you? I had a tip that the Rhinebeck site will be proposed. I'm here to tell you to be sure to see that it goes through. Well, of all the nerve. No one, not even the Green Hornet, can dictate to me how I shall vote in that committee. I have an interest in that site. Remember, see that it's the one selected. That's all I have to say. There are others on that committee who have a say. That's so. Maybe I ought to have a few words with McIntyre, too. The two of you can swing it. Neither Councilman McIntyre nor myself would vote for it. Knowing that you wanted it selected, Hornet. I think you will. Get out. Get out, I say. Okay, I'm going. But remember, see that the city buys the Rhinebeck site. So long. I'll show that criminal. I'll phone the police right now and have them go over to McIntyre's. Ten minutes later, in the McIntyre apartment... What on earth? Get back inside. I want to talk to you. You're the Green Hornet. Good guessing. Listen, you. Tomorrow, the committee will vote on the Rhinebeck place as a site for the playground. What have you to do with that? Palante. See that you put it through. I want that site chosen. In that case, I'll vote not to buy the site. You can't threaten me, Hornet. Oh, no? Listen, McIntyre. The police... I knew you were coming here. So that's it. Manson warned you. Yes, and he sent for the police. You won't threaten any more people, Hornet. Switch off the lights. Help police in here. I got the lights on. Search the place. Hurry, he went out the back way. Quick, Cato. Get going. Police coming fast. Hey, cut him down. Step on it, Cato. The following morning in Britt Reed's office... Mr. Reed, Councilman Marcy phoned before you came in. He said to tell you that the committee decided not to purchase the Rhinebeck site for the playground. Really? Oh, well, they, uh, they must have some other site in mind. As a matter of fact, Mr. Marcy said the Green Hornet's connection with the Rhinebeck place made it undesirable. Whatever he meant by that. Oh, yes, I understand. Two of the committee men were threatened by the Hornet last night. Gunnigan has a story on it. Hi, Reed. Morning, Kathy. Well, Axman, I didn't expect to see you quite so happy this morning, considering your loss and all. Loss, you say? I haven't lost a thing, Reed. <laughs> I just came from the bank. You see, I got a special delivery this morning from Harry Raylan saying he'd forget the option and with a check enclosed for the full amount. Well, what do you know? I wonder what prompted that move. Huh. Need you ask, did I? Reed, to my way of thinking, that guy was scared to death wondering what I was going to do next. He knew I was a smart one, and he knew I suspected some kind of a racket. So he just ups and says to himself, I better get that guy out of me hair. <laughs> so he sent me money back, and that's that. Well, I'm sure glad to hear it. <laughs> Michael Axford, the smart guy who always makes a smart deal <laughs> and comes out even. Yeah, that's me, Casey. I... 
Copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit, and all characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious. A presentation of RadioClassics.com. Programs are copyright their respective owners. All rights reserved.